0: Hello and welcome to Public Access America. This is just the tip. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Public Access America. We're back from vacation with a great new episode. Hey, we brought Adam in from Adam Has a Beard, and I'm joined by my co host, Jeffrey, as always. And we're going to talk about the gun discussion, some of the policies that are being suggested, and how gun owners might feel about them. It's a real great conversation. We just finished it up over on YouTube at Public Access America. You can find our podcast anywhere you find your favorite podcast, because that's what you you do. You're an informed listener and I love you. And that's what I want to say. My just the tip is have these conversations with people that it matters to. You can't tell people what to do, but you can ask them how they feel about it. This is Public Access America. Let's get into it. Thanks for being here. We love you. Just the tip. Just the tip. Just the tip. Just a tip. Just
1: a tip. Thank you. It's time now for something positive.
0: We might be headed to the promised land of speaking the truth and finding our external liberty once we internally liberate ourselves. The
1: problem can only be solved when there is a kind of coalition of conscience. Because that is how.
0: This is the beginning. It is not the finale. And that's why we're here. And that's why we rally, we rally, 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 rally.
1: We've got to be that creative minority. Creative minority. Creative minority.
0: Find minority. a way to minority. get
2: in the way. I got in trouble. It was good trouble. It was necessary trouble. Well, Franklin, I know we've got to do something. Do something.
0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Public Access America. My name is Jason, his name is Jeffrey, and his name is Adam. And Adam, I just worship, he's from Adam as a beard, he's my friend, he's our brother, he is our cuddle puddle, Mr. Wonderful, and I love it. And um, I don't know, I wanted to bring you on because there's something, I don't want to Dive straight into it but there's a conversation lacking like people are attacking locally in uvalde they're attacking the police because the media wants to be mad at that we're attacking like politicians and they're defending their stance not based on any conversation but nobody's asking like gun owners here's a list of things is that outrageous mm-hmm. And so I wanted to get my two favorite gun owners on because you guys are what I call rational, responsible gun owners, not radical, irresponsible. And so I really wanted to get you on to just discuss some of that stuff, you know, but I do, I do want to start and I'm going to start with Jeffrey and ask, I mean, we had Buffalo, we had the shooting between a Chinese guy and a Taiwanese guy. That keeps getting forgotten. We've had like I think thirty mass shootings because now the media is counting every mass shooting as more than one person shot, so it's increasing all of that. But how does how is all this in Buffalo of Buffalo and Uvalde and all of that going on? How is that making you feel as a gun owner?
1: Oh shit! Well, uh, I'm going to approach this from two standpoints. There's as as an educator because I used to teach. Uh, shooting and and then as an actual gun owner um, they don't feel good like let's be real honest it doesn't feel good because every every possible thing that should have you know every possible thing that happened not only could it have been prevented in a lot of different ways but the response processes and mechanisms that should have taken place didn't and yeah, it literally a conversation. was that was it, it literally was broken up one side and down the other and right. and what's really frustrating is is that you know when we talk about the national conversation you you have to remember right. that it's not right now it's not just a national conversation because there is a lot of power left to the states to decide this stuff
0: and Agre- well i think there's a local conversation to have about the response i think there's a statewide response that the people in the states need to have for their representatives but us being national and not from these places directly mm-hmm. I think we need to have that broader conversation right. about the policies people are suggesting right you know in, instead of four senators in Senate saying well this is what we are, no let's ask gun owners if it's if it's good or bad or well, not, and that's you know? and
1: that's the problem is, is is that you know you're going to like like anything else you're going to see a gambit of responses and from gun owners mm-hmm. You're, you'll have the group of people that any law on guns is an infringement is what they'll claim, and then right. you'll have the people who are like, <clears throat> "Well, I'm a gun owner, but this makes me feel so bad that I'm turning in my guns," right. and 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 all of that response is it, it's it's very wide, it's very broad, and none of it actually addresses the issues. And and I do right. think that I do think that some of the issues got touched on, and and we'll dive into that more.
0: Okay. Um, I wanted. I wanted to ask Adam. Like, Adam, are you more worried about gun safety? Are you more? Are you more concerned about getting safer uses and practices, or are you worried about Democrats being handed the ball and like being
2: shoved down a slippery slope? I'm more worried about that slippery slope, honestly, because yeah, I mean, everybody right. that I know. It, is more safety oriented and is okay with all the restrictive laws it's like yeah okay well don't right. touch my weapons that's cool but you know what okay you want us to jump to these hoops cool we'll jump to those hoops oh you want stricter uh background checks great that's fine we're gonna pass them mm-hmm. just fine but what, what's yeah. happening is that slope is like infringing on every little little thing you could possibly think of. So if you had a traffic ticket that involved a jaywalker that that was holding a joint, now it becomes a felony right. hit and run and guess what? Now you're you've got some kind of, you know, weird shit on your background, yeah. right? So so now uh, your background checks are coming back weird. So with these Democrats trying to run run the show, guess what? Okay. well what is it that you're actually after? Is it the dollar? Is it wh- what's your
0: agenda here? I mean, right well they want to make people safe but i think they have a different view of it and like that that's that's everything that's why i wanted to put some of this stuff up there just to not put a party on it but these are suggestions from like every town they do research and they have like a whole bunch of suggestions and some of them i don't like like this first one about let's just talk about red flag laws like what you were saying i have a real issue on who's determining what a red flag Mm -hmm. is and we've talked about people using uh laws as weapons so i want to ask jeffrey kind of about that like Mm -hmm. do you see that as the slippery slope right there that we need to worry about
1: well so historically speaking let's let's talk about using laws as weapons so to understand you know where the nra kind of took a weird left turn Mm-hmm. So back in the sixties, um, the NRA did not really support black people having guns. In fact, there was a right. lot of issues surrounding the black Panthers owning firearms. <laughs> lots. <laughs> now, man. lots of issues. And, and as Adam is fully aware of, you know, people of color having guns was a major problem. Mm-hmm. It, one of the things that needed to be addressed was you know, when you looked at the Second Amendment, did did the Second Amendment provide that every American uh, was allowed to and responsible for guns? And so you actually saw the NRA propose restrictions on gun ownership at that time, but those restrictions were re- were proposed not on the idea of uh, safety for all firearms owners. It was about the safety of white people from black firearm owners. And so when you look at the laws and how people want to create laws and how they're applied, right? it's very different because I can understand why somebody wants certain laws to be in place. But when you look at the application, you have to remember that a lot of this comes down to discretion. And I mm-hmm. am and going to benefit from a, from that discretion in a way that Adam is not. It's right. just a like adam
0: answer. said it's a misdemeanor or it's a felony it's up to that person to decide what to charge with right yeah it seems like it and that's what i worry about a, a red flag law yeah that should determine somebody but if you use it in one way for a certain set of people and another way for a certain set that i'm not for that when we don't need that when background checks should be enough you know what i mean yeah i mean you already or, have
2: your background checks your fingerprinting you got your semen samples, your blood samples. You got your hair right, follicles. Right, you got right. drug tests. You got these psychological evals. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. But then you also want to triple lock every gu- every weapon and every you know gun law abiding citizen's locker. Okay, that's cool. I already got like four safes right. in my house. Like you know, every <laughs> single one of my fucking guns has a has a trigger lock in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that with those people who are, I don't know, I don't want to say as vigilant as I am. But I want to protect my kids. I don't want my kid, mm-hmm. you know, my kid to go out and grab my pistol or my my AR and take it to school. And right. then all of a sudden we have a shooting situation where I'm gonna be in, in in trouble for because as a parent I'm responsible for. So I think that you should they, be 100%, right hundred percent. hundred percent, dude. If you're gonna leave your shit around the house and your kids are gonna go because they have some kind of mental instability because you're a shit parent, guess what? That is right back onto your shoulders. Guess who's paying for that? You are. Guess who's going to jail? You are. Guess who's going? Guess who's going yeah. to live with the guilt for the rest of their life? The parent. You know what I mean?
0: Well, I think that sh- I think that should be something that's official. If you want to give your 14 year old and they are 15, then that's your shit. That's your 100%. responsible for the re- for that, and mm-hmm. you need to take some sort of insurance out yep. for that. And I want to say that I am talking to two guys that believe in education and training, and doing that for for youth as well 100 so i used to
1: teach i used to teach youth that's the thing is But I'm, I'm, i got you guys are yeah.
0: you're not you're not the people with four guns just laying around under couch no. cushions and like to Jesus open bottles Christ. and stuff Hell no. you no, know what wait, i mean
2: you can like, open a bottle so. Heck yeah, yeah all I you got to do Simpsons. is just put the barrel right up. And... <laughs> uh, but Seriously, though, you're right, Jason. I mean, uh, between Jeffrey and I, I mean, we must have a good small yeah. arsenal to supply a small country, right. but we're not, right. we're not leaving our shit around. We have My stuff's locked up. Right. 100%. I mean, I don't care if I'm here by myself. My weapons are still locked up. I don't care if my kids are laying right. in the next room my weapons are still locked up because there's that element of safety uh that, oh are they uh. accessible to me oh 100 real quick i mean yeah. uh, how many times how many, what does it require practice right training you gotta if you're in a dead sleep all of a sudden your dog wakes you up boom what's the first step you're yeah. already trained you've already gone through this you're mm. half asleep mm-hmm. boom boom you know where everything's at lock and loaded everybody knows what they need to do they need to duck and hide because no no one no one in your your flock is a is an alpha wolf you know what i mean right and so and you everybody know, that i know just, is training you know so we
0: just had a we just had a guy crash about a mile down the road and he took off and he was in the woods and my roommate texted me and they were like hey there's a." escape convict in the woods my gun's in the other room and i was like you're an asshole because you're telling me like 20 minutes after it happened and now your gun's on the other side of the house and i gotta walk through it through the open door house to get to it <laughs> you know <laughs> and i was like i want i want a shotgun i want a double barrel shotgun because it's intimidating and it's like just what yeah. i you know? you know
1: and and so and that's the thing is it's like so so i want to approach this conversation i want to start with the education aspect of it um yeah yeah because i used to teach and i used to teach hunter safety and i, I taught firearm safety on the range you know i was one of i was the only person that thanks was, for that by the way I was the only person on 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 the range that i taught at that was non-military um i took it dead serious because it literally, you know, it is life or death. And especially because I was, I was handling live firearms, you know, uh-huh. it's, you know, everybody gets complacent around unloaded guns, but the reality is, is, is that if you don't think about it, you how do you know that gun is not loaded? Uh, so
0: it is loaded.
1: So to, to give you some ideas, it's like, I, you know, I was responsible for watching the student that I was teaching. And I was responsible for making sure that they handled their firearms safely. I was responsible for giving them concise and clear instructions. And I was also responsible for if, if they're not listening, then it is my duty to remove that firearm hundred percent. And you know, the, one of those things, it's like, everybody's excited when it's time to shoot, and, you know, cause it's fun. It really is Just shooting is mm-hmm. fun, but. That fun can go away really quickly when somebody gets shot. Yep. And it right. is incumbent that yes, we all want to have fun, but we have to do it safely. We have to do it with safety in mind. And can- when you have a kid who ref- is not listening to instructions, who's flagging the uh, flagging the range, right. barrel, who's fucking barrel Pointing sweeping it anywhere he wants, barrel right. swept me three times. I had no problems failing that kid and removing that firearm. Right. from them, And the reason why is they weren't ready for it. Yep. Because if you're not gun going owned. to listen to instructions and you're not going to pay attention, you're going to get hurt. You're going to either get hurt or you're going to get somebody hurt yep. or killed.
0: Yep. Yeah. And,
1: yeah. and, that's and, gun, and that's, gun owner safety. And, training, and right? that's the yeah. thing is, is that at what point do you have the national conversation of whether or not somebody is ready to own a firearm? Because yeah. the reality is, is, is that Yeah. Every you know at eighteen anybody can own a firearm. The problem is, is is like anything else, are they
2: actually ready to own a firearm? That's why education is so important, Jeffrey. You know what I mean? Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I thought to myself, I would I wouldn't mind an eight year old with a bow and arrow. I wouldn't mind a 12 year old with a revolver. I wouldn't mind a 16 year old with a long gun. Like I wouldn't mind a, that person in that education system getting a semi automatic at 18 and then maybe like at 25 getting an AR 15 or, you know, something. But here's like, the thing, like like, a,
1: the, you know, when you talk about a semi automatic versus an AR 15, what do you think an AR 15 is? It's a semi automatic,
0: a longer semi, a longer automatic no, with more capability. I've had,
1: I've had I had semi automatics that weren't AR 15s.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, right, right. But an AR fifteen is uniquely different than a Glock.
1: Well, I mean, an AR fifteen is uniquely different from a Glock, but you can still have a semi-automatic hunting rifle that's not an AR fifteen.
0: Okay, right, right. And yes. so there okay. there wow.
1: functionally there is no difference. Yeah. I'm just using AR fifteen well,
0: to stand alone as that whole so, style. So of weapon.
1: one of the things that we have to look at, you know, is, is this quote unquote military style weapon. What you're looking at in in you know in reality is Let's talk about semi-automatic versus manual actions, aka bolt action, pump action, lever (gasps) action. A lot of those weapons, a lot of those guns have, you know, very strict limitations on how much ammo they can carry. Most hunting rifles are five plus one. Uh, Most shotguns are three, four, five plus one. Lever actions, it depends on it depends on how the lever action is set up. But you can get lever actions that are ten plus one. Um, okay. And the reality is 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 that you know a I person like a person with a lever action who knows how to shoot is just as deadly as somebody with a semi-automatic. Who doesn't know what the fuck they're doing? The thing is, is that a (laughs) a a person like you know part of the national conversation hasn't been. It's like everybody thinks about uh, you know AR-15s, but let me ask Adam, what kind of damage do you think I could do with a shotgun that has double lot buck in it and has is a five plus one? (laughs) A lot of damage. Let me tell you with that big giant massive fucker, (laughs) dude. Exactly, and that's the thing is, is that I only need to pull the trigger once, and there's you know ten to twelve, thirty caliber pellets that are going to spray over an arrow. Right, big right. time, dude. Yeah,
0: and that's but the I, thing. I is, think I think a child that knows what it's like to kill something with a bow and arrow begins to learn the consequences before they're using that thing that can kill multiple lives. You know, so that's where I see the training as important. I want to ask though, do you think? In a way that for like a, a younger mind maybe a shooting a gun is a rush like a drug that they want in certain brains not every 18 year old but certain minds might seek that out as a bigger and bigger and bigger rush
2: mm, um, i don't think so because like no my okay. kid like i okay. started training her and she's deadly at 150 with an ar-15 and i started training her at nice. like eight so yeah and then okay. like she's become responsible and the fact of like you know how to handle the weapon and how to how to be around mm-hmm. weapons and not not uh barrel check people not you know, just in how to yeah. handle but
0: if you don't if you don't learn the consequences before the rush do you go for the rush instead of learning how to it all depends yeah you know what I, mean? I
2: i get what you're saying and i think it, it all yeah. depends on on how you were raised and how you were trained Honestly, you know, because I
0: saw this guy with an Uzi using it at the at the pistol range, just just scatter shooting. Oh, that's an Uzi. I was like <laughs> oh, yes. you're just you're that's just right. going for, but you're just going for a rush. Yeah, there is no trying to educate or get better with the weapon. You just want to, you up. want the noise. Yeah. yeah, and I think that certain kids might just get a rush from so, people's reactions to the noise they so make. So here's you know? here's
1: the grand question: and all Not of this, all kids, you know. Uh, Adam, have you gone hunting before?
2: Never. No, no. Define hunting for pe- for people <laughs> or for uh, uh, game for for farming for for game for no. farming. Never, not once. How many have you? You've, How many you've never shot?
1: You never shot a living animal before. Uh, define human. Uh, is it human
2: or? Animal, actual animal, uh, non-human.
0: Okay, no, <laughs> this is some serial killer splitting oh. of hairs here, oh. buddy. You
1: know, I just want well, to say that. Uh, uh, so, well, 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 human, human is the most dangerous
2: game. Hundred Read the book. Mm. That's right.
0: But here's, but here's, and if it if it agrees and size of the contract, there's no reason. And here's why.
2: So listen, I I grew up in a situation <laughs> where I've never 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 hunted i mean we we weren't we were not hunters we weren't uh right. so i never had the opportunity to, to hunt i mean now, do i want to learn yes do i want to go with anybody mm-hmm. yes but i want to learn the right way i don't want to learn like right. oh man we're just gonna you know we're gonna cruise down the road like i've heard many times cruise down the road and shine the spotlight oh man there's something right to shoot that that's not enough hunting plus plus uh,
0: adam growing up getting food was a lot easier than protecting himself yeah we so grew we grew our own food because reason. we were poor you know what i mean right. so
2: You're right. right so no i've never been hunting and and do i want to yes do what have i taken many hunter ed safety courses yes have i actually got to shoot nice. an animal no and then okay. let me
1: tell you my experience because i have killed more animals than i care to count And, you know, I, one of the things that I will tell a person is, is that the first time you kill an animal, the first time you, you know, I grew up with a BB gun shooting birds. You know, that was my first, my first animal kill was I killed a, I Mm. killed a little bird with a BB gun and there is a rush to it. But then, you know, when you walk up to it and you pick up that dead bird, there's a finality of life that you start to appreciate is that I did this. Mm -hmm. I am capable of doing this. Right.
0: Yeah. And you have, and to there's a fork it. in the road right there in the mind. And People...
1: you, the first time you kill a, a larger game bird with a shotgun, you have oh, that man. same reaction. And, but for whatever reason, the first time you kill a larger animal, like a deer or an antelope or a bear or whatever, mm. or an elk, there, there is this finality that you feel that changes. Yeah. In a lot of ways, you gain a new appreciation for life and the sacrifice of, of animals that you kill and which is wow. a, a lot of reasons why you know as i learned a little bit more about native american culture i grew to appreciate the fact that you know they they gave thanks to the animal for I'm sustaining sorry. their life yep. yeah but that finality you know it didn't just stop at oh hey uh, i just you know killed an animal it was like i ended a life and mm-hmm. depending on where this gun is pointed, I could end more. And so right. you learn very quickly how to be very, very careful about how you shoot, yep. knowing that if you fuck up, somebody else could pay the price for you being an idiot. Yep, yeah. And mm-hmm. it is, it's is—it's a hard lesson to learn for some people. I had, I've had friends that have shot holes in their truck because they're fucking around and not paying attention. <gasps> Yeah, I have one, one of my friends. The only thing he bagged all year was a, a, a Dodge Ram 1500.
2: <laughs> wow. and it, so he filled his tag then? Pretty much. <laughs> um,
1: but I've, but I, you know, we've, we've all known, we've all known or heard stories of people who shot their hunting buddy. Yeah. Because they're, Dick you know, Jr. they're not paying attention. Yeah, well, that's a whole different story. That's a
2: whole other pile of shit. We don't want to step in.
1: But even still, you know, once again, that boils down to something that you and I have talked about. Training, right. understanding, keeping your finger off the fucking trigger yep. unless you're going to pull it. Yep.
0: Wow, that's what that's what uh, Doxy just said in our chat. Like, Respect it. Don't put your finger on it unless you intend to 100%. use it. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hi,
1: Maddox. It's good to hear you on there.
0: That's that's our, that's that's my uh, mine and Debbie's friend, Maddox. Nice. Yay. Well, welcome to the show. What I want to I want my first thought. My man, my first thought was go to your local gun shops and ask them what their policy is about selling guns to children or younger children. Number one, they can Number one,
2: number well, 18, um, they won't.
1: Yeah. They won't, can't won't um they're well, not going to jail so that way your kid can have a gun yeah what now okay. if you you know as an adult if you buy a gun and then you give it to your kid that's on you it's, yeah. that's right there's literally nothing that can stop you from doing that
0: well I, i'm still considering a kid a young adult i'm not considering well and that's it, this is where
1: it's like i mean mentally you have that question so of, you're
0: saying they have no discretion any 18 year old that walks into a gun shop has to be sold a gun if they want it no no. They have to pass. That's what I'm They saying. have to
1: pass a background. check. Have to,
0: and and then if they pass the background check, they can have it no matter what. There's no discretion for the store nope. owner to say, "I don't want nope. to sell it to you." Nope, because because wow.
1: you you run into the legal question of. You know what? What legally are they allowed to do now? You know, for me, uh, when I was teaching and giving people a hunting license, I very mm-hmm. much had the discretion of deciding whether or not they could be right. What, and, would and and for so. concealed weapons permits in different states, you some states, you know, Washington, for example, all I had to do is go down and apply, and I got my concealed weapons permit. Now, granted, you know, I worked for the feds. I have uh, a hunting. Uh, I, have, yeah, a, yeah, I yeah. have an education, you know, a hundred safety education card, but that I can just, I've gone thing in through Florida, that. Florida and I'm blind.
0: Um, <laughs> I don't have to pass
1: basically as long as my background check clears. Uh-huh. Um, that's you know and your background check is going to look at you know if you if there's anything nationally that they need to be aware of if there's anything locally that Mm -hmm. they need to be aware of you know well of course
0: and and and, well except for the charleston loophole that says if it takes longer than a certain period it's automatically approved uh, but would you be in would you be in favor of gun 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 shop owners being in a discussion to reform some of that stuff to give them more discretion
2: I don't know. That's kind of a slippery one too. You know, cuz like what now, now you're putting gun owners and gun shop owners into the political realm where they should be. Well, I don't want to make it political. I'm just saying at a local right, level
0: right. if the par- if the parents in in a certain community are like we just don't want you to sell to kids that are still in high school. Like can you wait till they're out of high school? If a if a lone kid comes in and says, "Can I get two AR15s and 5,000 rounds no, they of couldn't get it. Can the guy go well Could the guy be so, like oh i you know you were just in here, here yesterday for here you, go. It, you how know
1: do you, so- how do you prove how do you prove that the kid is still in school
2: yeah okay that's
1: that's that's the grand question is is that unless unless you have like a, whatever the local school system software is talking to that national okay. database to yeah. say yes this person is still in school they're, you know, leg- what are you going to do? Yeah. Hey, but can you show I'm me, saying. can you show me your school ID card or are you capable of lying and telling me that you're not in school?
0: <laughs> well, every, every town suggests gun owner gun shop reforms. So what I'm saying is there's people that are going to say to gun o- gun shop owners, this is what you need to do. Or gun shop owners can be a part of the conversation and say that's rational, but that's not. Well, you know I, mean, I mean, I think...
1: I think, you know, and, you know, Adam, maybe you, you have some insight in on this too. I think that, you know, there is, there is a legitimate discussion to be had as to whether or not somebody is, is showing some tendencies that might make you say, I don't know if I want to give this person a gun. Like I have a feeling that they're out to do something not so good. That's what I'm asking. Like,
0: does the shop owner have, have any place to say not today or
2: you know what I mean, and, I and mean, that's and that's the tough part. That's really tough. Yeah, it is it's, tough. It's absolutely, tough. it is it's tough. Like, in one hand, you want the the gun shop owner who wants to make that dollar. On the other hand, of course, the gun shop owner doesn't want to just put their guns out there anywhere because you know, in cases of the shooting of a, a who was that sniper that went to that was from here from Tacoma and had that kid with him, and they were just shooting. You know right. what I'm talking about? So he they bought a yeah. Gun from one of the pawn shops and then and mm-hmm. linked them back to them and they gun shop owners don't want that kind of negative publicity so they're I think they right they they are careful. I mean na-
0: nationally nationally these shootings create more gun sales but locally Uvalde isn't going to sell another AR-15 you know yeah, what I mean I don't know
1: that that's necessarily true I, I think the yeah, biggest the biggest problem that you're going to have is is that You either have to come up, most people are going to be subjective about what it is, you know, it for, you know, let's say 18 year old Adam comes in and I'm somebody who's prejudiced against brown people. All I got to do is take one look at Adam and go, "Mm, I think you're up to no good and I'm not going to give you a gun. And that doesn't necessarily say whether or not Adam's gone through, because what's the difference between an 18 year old who's just, you know, who's out of high school Uh, Uh or still in high school on an 18 year old who just finished boot camp and you know now has a set number of hours behind an ar-15 i'll
0: tell you it's the access to the school
1: well in the case of U- uvalde that didn't really matter he didn't he had well, yeah there was
0: a, there was there was other but he never went to that school right it the, it was just where he ended up what i'm saying is you don't have an access pass to the school once you're no longer in the school so that kind of changes things well
1: he didn't have an access pass to that school either but there he was well, No, and so God, so that's get, so that's anyway, so that's i don't a, want to get into that's, that that's that's, <laughs> that's a whole nother level of fucked up so, <laughs> so, right so Like I
0: said, that's, that's local things that local people need to address the response and the problems and the mistakes locally. I don't have an, I can't have an opinion on that. That's what the local people need to fix. So one of the biggest
1: questions, one of the biggest questions has been red flag laws and red flag laws. And your
0: friend, your friend agrees with me, by the way, that they need, they need discretion. So two for two, I love
1: it. So, so, (laughs) so one of the biggest things has been red flag laws, red flag laws are a really interesting conversation. And, mm-hmm. and you know you can make the point that red flag laws need to happen. Now, here's here's where this gets tough. Is is that in in our current justice system we have nothing that says that as long as you know as long as you've made contact with the police that you're any sort of danger to society. It's only once right. you've been convicted or once you've been uh, sent off to you know a mental health institution. For example, the that kid that the kid that shot up Parkland. He had like some, he had like over a hundred contacts with law enforcement in the year and a half prior right. to him shooting up Parkland. But Damn. none of those I, had I wonder... resulted in his arrest. None right. of those had resulted in, uh, none of those resulted in him being committed to a mental institution of any sort That's right.
0: And in so... fact, only two out of 60 multiple shooters had any mental illness at all and i want to make that point it's not mental illness it's Mm, assholes here's the thing i mean it is assholes you can be an asshole with like a misogynistic tendency that's not a mental illness i just don't want people to think that schizophrenics are like out there buying ar-15s to kill people because that's something that schizophrenics do not all mental illnesses lead to gun violence And, and, and i will agree with
1: you i will agree with you on that
0: but but every asshole but the problem <laughs> shoots but here's kids the thing. has a problem uh,
1: yeah i'd say any anybody who is who's right out there to shoot anybody has has some type of a problem. right now the question is is that when you have that many contacts with law enforcement is there something going on that should raise the flag that says you know what this person has some things going on in their life that i don't trust them having a gun yes. like is it one contact with law enforcement? I mean, a speeding ticket
0: could that's, do that. That's the sleepy, slippery slope Bingo. like Adam was saying.
1: It, it, you know, wh- what classifies, you know, uh, in right. a lot of cases, for example, you know, felony. even, if, okay. So only convicted or if you're being investigated for a felony and if you're being investigated right, for a, exactly. and if you're being investigated for a felony, what happens when you are, you know, the, those charges are dropped? Does that mean uh-huh. that you get the, your, your rights get restored right away? Right. And that's the, and that's the issue is, is that you have to, with red flag laws, you would still have to come up with a subjective measure that says, Hey, if you're being flagged for, if you're making contact with law enforcement for all of these things and you're being, you know, you're being looked at for all of these things, we're going to remove Mm -hmm. guns from your house. And for a duration of X, Y, and Z time afterwards, you know, you're not going to have access to them until you can prove that you've done X, Y, and Z things and that you're not going to be in trouble with law enforcement. Now, that's where this gets problematic because even in our justice system, we're still innocent until proven guilty. So an innocent Uh person who has not been proven guilty of a crime, who is still being looked at for something is is potentially their rights are being violated under the way that the constitution is written. So you end up having this issue of whether or not you actually have a legal, a, Ability to take away somebody's guns because they are not guilty of a crime that's, that should remove okay. their firearms from them
0: because there, there's a suggestion here that says prohibit people with dangerous histories from owning guns or having guns would you agree with that that people we that have been it. convicted convicted multiple yeah, times already that's, our,
1: that's already that's right. already okay thing.
0: so then we're agreeing. We're in agreement. Of it's, that. it's the and question of if they're not with,
1: convicted. That's the problem. That's the real problem. Right. Is, is that well, if,
0: if you're, if they weren't convicted, they didn't do it. And I can there's nothing I can and do And that's about the
1: thing it. is, is that, for example, this is where, this is, where this is something that, you know, is going to require greater conversation. How many, Adam, maybe you might know, how mm-hmm. many people do you know that have been abused by a, a, a significant other that, they have been abused multiple times by that significant other, but they fail to right. file, they fail to charge that person because many, either they're afraid. Many. Do I want that person owning a gun? No. No. The cops know what's going on, but they can't prosecute uh-huh. somebody who is unwilling to who is unwilling to have a person press charges against no. them. That's unless right. there is a law that says we know what's happening since they can't prosecute the state will prosecute for them
2: and that's what happens on a regular basis now i mean it's like if you look at some of the domestic violence issues here i mean it happens so if if in one case the police show up to domestic violence house you know let's say next door neighbors uh uh random name monica gets beat up by Steve and Steve mm-hmm. Steve has had no scratches, no bruises, but his hands have a lot of contusions on his knuckles, wrists, scratches on his arms from defensive wounds from Monica. Now Monica is battered, bruised, beaten up, bloody, and she has she refuses to press charges because she knows what an asshole. Uh I forgot his name, whatever right. his name was. I I can... Steve. Steve Steve, Steve. So now this is where the state steps in and says, Hey, guess what? the state is actually going to arrest somebody and the aggressor happens right. to be steve steve is going to to jail now when it gets to the court time monica steps in front of the judge the judge just says you know how how do you want to press charges she says no because he knows what an nope. asshole steve is this is where mm-hmm. the state steps in and says the state will press charges on behalf and that's right when that, that whole slippery slope of like oh shit, steve just got fucked," you know what i mean well, yeah, Steve just well, well one. Don't, don't lay hands on a cross. woman, how about that motherfucker? Well,
0: of course, but women don't lay hands on a man, you know what I mean? That too. Right like, too. Sorry about that. It goes both it ways. Like domestic domestic mm-hmm. violence goes both mm-hmm. ways and I'm not I'm not putting blame on anybody. But would you feel in that situation that it would be okay when you get to the scene, for the police to make the determination to remove all the weapons from the house and hold them until a judge deems it okay for them to have the guns.
1: In the state of Washington, they do. Yeah, they do. Okay. Unfortunately. That's
0: another proposal. That's why I'm yeah. asking. And I wanted to know because then what is the period of time? A year? Like how long before you get it back? It's a year. Right. Okay. Or, it's a year. or if or, you're prosecuted,
2: or, you don't get it. You don't get them back
0: right but if you're found innocent
2: you don't get them back. Right th- oh no not right on the spot no you have to jump through hoops you have to go through the appropriate classes you got to go through your education okay. you got to you got to go through the mental that, uh, uh mental health check kind of sucks if you're found innocent guess what then don't get Damn. in a situation that's going to make it put you <laughs> in shit like that that's hot well, i agree want, you know i mean and i agree. and i think that all of us would we, we strongly agree that don't if you do if you like your weapons i know i do i sleep naked with my weapons by my I'm by myself Mm -hmm. let's get that clear but uh i I don't want to lose my weapons i'm not going to do anything that's going to endanger my family my rights of course uh, my my community uh i don't Mm -hmm. want anything that's going to take away those kind of weapons because like that's what i'm
0: saying is that there's there's a group of let's say five million people and there's maybe ten thousand That feel that everybody should have guns and kill everybody and have nuclear bombs all the time. Right? Like there's those people that don't don't see restrictions. Keep a nuclear. Right? Yeah, me either. Right? But is that is that where we're headed? Well, I have a higher nuclear yield bomb than you do. Uh oh. You know, that's not where we're. I don't want my dick
1: to glow in the dark. I do. A lot of
0: responsible. A lot of responsible gun owners don't want that portrayal of them. And I want to. I want to say before I ask Jeffrey about this one is i found giffords and giffords is like the nra for responsible gun owners and i think that giving people that information maybe go look it out go look it up and see if that's something for you i think the nra protects your rights by protecting the most radical end of you they're trying to protect those thousand people and i think they're just using your dues to do it but that's why that's why i'm
1: not an nra member
0: Well, I would hope nobody was, but if you're, if you are an NRA member, maybe try and look at Giffords and see if maybe you'll, you can be a part of the conversation because that's what they're doing instead of, it's a group of gun owners that communicate and discuss these things like these policies and they have opinions that are easier, but I want to ask Jeffrey about this one and it's called block concealed carry reciprocity. And I have no idea what that means. Block
1: concealed carry reciprocity.
0: Yeah, I like, don't know what that means.
1: Like they're wanting to block the reciprocity of it, or they're talking about yeah. like, is it block b l o c k or b l o c?
0: Oh, b l o c k. Okay, so let's... it would it would gut state standards for for who may carry hidden loaded handguns in public.
1: Interesting. Okay, what is so?
0: right First, what is repros- instead of
2: you
1: reciprocity yeah that's why i'm okay. asking jeffrey there's just one word in there i just right. don't understand
2: reciprocity. No. <laughs> reciprocity um
1: there's reciprocity i'd like uh, to learn so- i'm
2: sorry jeffrey but you know when you when you throw in big words like this i mean you're trying to 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 attack a certain thing like conceal carry how about use simple words where people are going to all people are going to understand what that means you know what i mean well, reciprocity is a
1: legal term um, in this case. So, uh, and it, it comes from the word reciprocate. So, for example, if I give you a handy, I would hope that you would reciprocate and give me one, <laughs> right? Same thing when it comes to concealed carry licenses. If I sure. get, if I have a concealed carry license, and the state of Washington says that I'm good to have a concealed carry license then what i am hoping is is that the state of let's say montana or idaho or oregon or whoever would say yeah what you have done is enough for us and we recognize your concealed carry permit as valid in our state okay now washington does not have reciprocity with every state like for example california doesn't recognize washington's process as, not at as all. strict enough yeah but in like the state of texas for example It doesn't matter you're allowed to carry it recognizes every concealed carry permit
0: out there right
1: um montana is very similar in that regards is that anybody who's gotten their concealed carry permit is good to carry but if a montanan with a concealed carry permit shows up with in say california it's not going to be valid and other states have even different even even stranger laws yet like right you know so for example in illinois your your concealed carry might be good but in in chicago proper it won't be Mm -hmm. um because chicago has tried to outlaw guns and well that doesn't really work out all that well for them because the people who don't have guns are well the people who are following the law
0: yeah 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 and indiana by the way are they didn't outlaw guns so
1: (laughs) so So reciprocity is the, the idea, the concept of being able to issue a permit and have it be accepted kind of like our driver's licenses, for example, a driver's license that's valid in Washington is valid in every single other state. Because what you're saying is, is that you've gone through the required, you know, training, the required, uh, testing in order to prove that you know how to drive a vehicle. And so, so driver's licenses are 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 reciprocal across all 50 states but concealed carry permits are not so california has some restrictions like they want to have enhanced background checks uh they demand that you have a certain number of class hours um, in order to get a concealed carry permit. They require you to have insurance now, I believe, or it might just be San Francisco requires insurance now. Um, but they're moving towards requiring gun owners to provide proof of insurance in order to be able to carry concealed.
0: San Jose just enacted. That San job.
1: Jose, that's who I was thinking of. Um, it was right around the Bay Area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, every, so whereas in states like Texas or Montana, for example, or, or Washington, You know, we do go through enhanced background checks. Yes, but there's no requirements on whether or not you've had any sort of training whatsoever. Uh, Arizona, surprisingly, you have to prove that you've at least taken uh, basic firearm safety and a hunter safety
0: card does just that. Um, That's how it was in Chicago. I needed to take training before I could have a gun.
1: And so you know being able to you know all i had to do was literally show my hunter safety card and say yeah i've taken i've taken hunter safety i know how to handle a gun and they're like all right cool that's good enough enough. um and in which case you know for concealed carry permits you know uh, i'm 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 always on the side of the education because uh, a a gun owner who doesn't have the education uh, enough education and enough time training and practicing generally are not safe and on top of that, one of the things that you have to remember about concealed carry is, is that the the safety aspect of it is only one part. Most people don't tend to think about legally what you're allowed to do nope. if you have a con- – like, for example, if I'm out concealed carrying and I go to go to Target, for example, and somebody decides to steal a bunch of stuff, Adam, am I allowed to pull my gun out and stop them?
2: No. Why? Because what are you – why are you going to pull it out for? Did the, he, le- Citizens arrest? Le- no, nope, nope. There's not going do that. <laughs>
1: nope. In in <laughs> the state of Washington, yeah, the can. law in the state of Washington is, is that you have to prove that your life or the lives of others are, a, are an are imminent threat of danger. Hundred percent. And somebody, and somebody is not is not a threat to your life. Yeah. And so we've okay. actually seen quite a few cases here where gun owners try to stop a theft and now they're charged with brandishing 100%. and they're charged with assault with a deadly weapon and now they're going to lose their right yep oh. because if you don't understand the gun law in your state you will lose the right to that gun and and i'm perfectly fine with with that or for example um adam do you know what duty to retreat laws are no i do not we have that in florida so duty to retreat laws are you can if you have the ability to walk away from the situation, you have to walk away. You cannot pull out your gun. And if it's shown that you had the ability to walk away and you didn't, you're going to be charged with brandishing and assault. Yes.
0: Yes. In Florida, you have it's, they call it the three step rule. If you, if you step back three steps and they come towards you three steps, that was you're trying to retreat and then you can now shoot to kill. Yep. Um, and and uh or uh
1: for example castle doctrine do you know what castle doctrine is your house your castle you can defend it now here's the thing about castle oh boy castle doctrine is not universal
2: (laughs) castle doctrine is not
1: universal so for example in some states castle doctrine just refers to (laughs) what's inside your house right in other states it extends to your physical property
2: property and
1: your assets and your business Now in Washington state, for example, castle doctrine does apply to your business. So if you have a storefront, you are allowed to carry a gun. And if somebody threatens your life inside of your store, you can shoot to kill. Yeah. However, if they are stealing from you, you can't do that and that actually just happened here yeah. not that long that's a, ago that's like yeah. up, in tacoma, that up in tacoma yeah. and
0: an eye for an eye like you don't you don't need a bazooka to stop like uh <laughs> almost <the oldest laughs> person right right and, like an eye for an eye that's basic but can i just ask real quick are you guys are you for background checks in whatever form you guys end up deciding on every as much one, as i on every it. gun as much sale, as i, every it, gun I
2: agree with it you know what i mean I well okay.
1: that's the thing is is that Without a background check, how do I know who is a po- prohibited possessor or not? It's not like right. you have something tattooed on your head that says legal. convict.
0: Yeah, legal convict. Right. Yeah.
2: I'm I'm have think to, it's you kind have to you have to check in ah, order to it's make it's like
0: sure. a badge of honor, right? It, it's like getting your driver's license at sixteen. It is, you kind of it want is the it, best right?
2: fucking feeling to be able to go to right. own and legally own a firearm and be able to carry yeah. that because Washington's open carry. You know, I yep, I, right. I I open carry, or sometimes I carry concealed because I have that permit. But I was always under the impression, you know what? If I want that CPL, I want I want oh. to go get that hunter safety class, and I want to be able to Hell demonstrate yeah. and have those classroom hours and have that training. So that's my thinking. To, to be, I also want you to have to, that to be responsible <laughs> owner of a fucking firearm that can and possibly could end a life in, in in instance of eminent danger or protecting my family right. or my friends or mm-hmm. some kind of you know texas shootout where something weird happens and yeah. aliens come out with dildos and probos. i have something to protect us you know what i mean i want to be able to go through those classes and be able to present myself and be like hey you know what cool hell yeah this is what i got now well and I
1: even need. even as a gun owner it's like i i need to understand the law because i don't want to do i don't want to pull my gun out in a place or have my gun on me in a place that's going to get me arrested for example adam can you concealed carry in a bar or tavern in washington you cannot adam can you concealed carry on public transit in washington you cannot no you can oh you can
2: you can concealed carry-on transit in Washington. I was thinking, that's why I've always owned my truck. I always have my truck with me. I'm like, you know what? Fuck, I'm not running those. No, no
1: that, that one was the one that actually surprised me because yeah. there are some
2: places where you can't do that. Yeah. Can you can carry you it in a church? Carry on? Yes, you can, yes you, can you can. Because you know what? God, you ain't. You ain't my dad. There it is protect
0: um prohibit guns in sensitive areas yeah like schools clearly
2: yeah. don't don't that just makes sense yeah, it makes right it's perfect sense if it's okay. common sense i mean as a gun owner you got to have a little bit of common sense like can you're not yeah, gonna yeah, you can't go to court going to court you can't go to court you with can't a go gun, to, right? to, to, to a school with a weapon i mean you got damn, come right on man kids are gonna ask oh hey yeah what, mr well, so-and-so that's miss- got a gun on him and then guess what?
0: They might just grab your gun and shoot it because that's what kids do, little fuckers. Right? <laughs> like who's like,
1: like, and that's the thing is like, how many teachers out there do you think are actually trained with
2: firearms? Zero. Oh, I hate I that. very it's few. Hard, <laughs> isn't it, Jason? Teachers
0: don't have body they armor. They don't have. They you know what have, I mean. They have so much other Fuck shit that. that they have to worry about. They have. They're so like shooting someone. They just taught. No nah, way. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I think that's you know. I put like I got. Why did we? Why are we burning books to replace them with guns and exactly, thinking that's going to create people dude. that it can give us mental health therapy? <laughs> you, know? you
2: know, like <laughs> there.
1: And, that's, the, and so that's, where, that's, that's so that's hard. where This that's where this next piece comes in is is that part of part of the common sense and to, to gun control is also expanding things that are also common sense. Adam, having I had school so. children, how easy is it to get your kid mental health help outside of school? 100% difficult. Adam, how would you feel if schools had more mental health presence within schools, like counselors? Oh, so I that way, if they needed it's so so if a student needed I to object? come out of class for their mental health appointment you would have can words. i object to something in yeah. there
0: let's hear it i don't i don't necessarily want the government in control of my kids mental health good point. i'm not
1: saying that they are good, in good. control of it i'm saying good that it's point. a resource well, you, that's you, there
0: we we've already said that gov- uh, government schools are government and so mm-hmm. a teacher can't lead kids in prayer i just have a real issue with hipaa and like a skirt, like scope creeping. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, well, here's a way to collect information about these young kids. So later on, we can say, well, when you were in fourth grade, Tommy, you know, you drew like, a bunch of I dicks on the wall. No. Right. So a... I would prefer that all therapy was by, a,
2: a, like, non-partisan. I, that, and okay, that's, so he, and... can I interject, Jeffrey? I'm really sorry, my, my, my man. I, I agree with you, Jason, but I also agree with Jeffrey. I agree. Yeah, you have kids. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I want to be able to know. Like, like here, here, here's a good, really good example. Okay, I am really fortunate to have a really good school system where the principal calls me. We have a conversation, oh, and call. we talk about, hey, you know, so and so, it's like you know, there's there's a mental health issue, and you know, the blah blah blah, not giving names, but this is you know something you need to be aware of. This could have happened, and this was able. This was stopped. Oh, oh, great. Okay. So what are we doing to protect that kid's mental health? I are mean, we is somebody talking to them? Is it somebody in school? Is it somebody out of school? How's that? Oh, yeah. well, without giving too much information, we've set them up with somebody outside of the school system. fan fucking mm-hmm. That's what I like to hear. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My I like issue that. is with, you know, somebody, there's a counselor at school. Uh, that would have saved kids in Michigan. Oh, hundred percent. Right. They had mm-hmm. some, they had an access, an outlet or somebody to speak with. Yeah. Great. So mm-hmm. I have that issue. You know what I mean? It's like in schools, I don't want yeah. somebody to be like, uh, well, blacka blacka said that I could do this and that. I'm right. um, sorry. Does
0: your mother touch you? I have to report. Yeah, that exactly. Like, you know what I mean? There's there's less privacy, but I do like the referral idea. Like mm-hmm. we're seeing something that we yeah, there's a there's a counselor. Yeah.
1: You, but, you know? but now <laughs> here's now here's the difficult part is is that you know, for for low income families or or for families mm-hmm. that are already stretched in missing work means missing meals yeah or or more more telehealth more telehealth so so how do you set up access you know in a way that makes sense now i agree like like i do agree that there are worries about having um counselors in the schools that are employed by the government uh, but at the same time too having having counselors doesn't mean that it's strictly available to the government to access telehealth like that would be nice like you can have rooms set up as as telemental health uh that would be nice especially contractors
0: that aren't getting paid by like the government itself well i mean they're going to have to
1: get paid by the government if you're going yeah but they could also
0: be an organization that collects donations and gets funding right exactly
1: but having that space for kids that are that you know where they can go and and have easy access during school hours yeah. i honestly think makes a huge difference it and does. i think it could somebody, make a huge difference because somebody that created help an, app,
0: an anonymous an, an app where you could uh, report people anonymously for students and i can't remember who did that but yeah that's an app you can use now i like that giving students the power for early reporting to me is crucial because if you can get a kid that's crying before he kills and you can solve that then he's not going to kill. He'll stop crying because every kid is pretty amazing. And I want to say like when you're told that immigrants are coming in the country to kill you and you're told that one portion of the population is coming to kill you and you're told that that can happen at any time and you need to protect yourself and you need to arm yourself because a war is coming. People will see that war and try and kill. And so a lot of it is this rhetoric that parents could just make it mundane. We were talking about, sex if you have that sex talk with your kids so much that it's boring they're less likely to go out and just want to experiment and get pregnant because they know everything i'd same thing with guns i think we need that communication you know what i mean absolutely okay and then i wanted to throw ted cruz's suggestion in here and that's this is inevitable this is the price we pay for our freedoms so some kids die but we get to keep our guns that's what's more wow
2: this is that this is a mexico ted cruz when, yes. yeah yeah, fuck, yeah. Him, Rafael. fuck him you know what ted cruz okay. come fight me 1600 pennsylvania i'm not gonna front door fucker <laughs> <laughs>
0: well he's sta- what idiot. he's doing is standing up for what he thinks you guys Shit. believe
2: no you know god damn i don't believe any of that <laughs> that's bullshit i, mean, I love guns that's... but i love kids more so, i mean yeah. if somebody said hey man you gotta choose your guns or your kids well bye kids
0: right um how about <laughs> rewriting his rewriting history and filling our history books with things that don't cause grievance so kids don't want to kill because they don't know what lgbt oh is. oh my now. fuck dude what kind of yeah, so st- no, basically you we white, if,
1: if we whitewash it if we wash wash it all.
2: Let's brown wash it, dude. Brown, you know what? Brown people.
0: Right? Love. Right. Brown people fuck love. it. Rainbow wash it. Rainbow
2: wash it. Fucking <laughs> name, hey, man. We get such businesses. We your life. Go ahead. Just or,
0: here's, an easy, here's, a, here's an easy one. Just more elect more radical Democrats, and then we won't have a say, and they'll just take everything. What
2: in the fuck is that? No, sorry.
0: These were some ideas I <laughs> just put in there. How would you guys feel about um, safe, safe storage? Like you do that anyway. Do, you right? mean? You do it anyway.
2: Yeah, like 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 you do, so, you so like
0: having
1: actual, like having actual requirements that you have uh, safes that you lock your firearms.
2: Up oh, is. I I got that right. as soon as I had a baby or cases
0: or cases it, or whatever. Oh no, right. the cases
2: ain't going to do shit. You want them in a the safe cases for sure. Yeah, you want them in a safe. As soon right. as I had that's... my my baby girl, I was like, you know what? I got to put all my guns in safes. You got to start thinking about safety aspect of things. Right, so my gun. That's a that's a no brainer. Yeah right i think i think
1: any i think any rational gun owner would have a safe 100 percent. and 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 you know for me it was always a struggle because we're always moving and bouncing around but the moment we uh-huh. stopped moving i started looking into the safe options and then i finally found one that worked for me yep
0: okay i have one for jeffrey liberty safe company to. go ahead repeal restrictions on gun trace data what the titan amendment so the the government isn't allowed to research gun violence or what happens. What? So we can't really target any policies right. You know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. the, the idea is to repeal it so we can research it so that we don't have to say, Adam, give up your gun because we can target it to the group of people that's most at risk. You and I have talked you know what I mean, you
1: and I have talked about this, Jason. Um, uh-huh. yeah when it comes when it comes to the shootings, you know, you either, you know, the biggest discussion points have been, from the left it's a gun problem from the right it's right. a mental health problem right now with what are you going to do if you don't have any way to prove that it's one or the other mm-hmm. well you do nothing right.
0: or do everything or do everything One side wants to do everything against everybody <laughs> and the other side doesn't want to do anything for anybody and so and so <laughs> welcome to america
2: fuckers. <laughs> right because <miracle>. exactly.
1: <laughs> so if you don't study what's happening and if you don't right. learn what's happening you're never going to actually target the problem you know a lot right. of the a lot of what you see are symptoms of the problem the question is mm-hmm. is what is the actual problem right because for you know there's there's the issue of there are a bunch of gun owners out there that are absolutely responsible that you know you maybe have had mental health issues in the past but you know are mm-hmm. you know they're medicated they go to therapy they're perfectly yeah. normal functional citizens you know and they do all of these other things that they need to do and they own guns then you have people who maybe don't do any of that it's the the reality is 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 that without doing any of the research as to what Mm. the issue is maybe the issue is guns maybe the issue is mental health maybe the issue is socioeconomic and you know people do things in order to make money and put food on the table there are so many different aspects that you could potentially research down through, but because they are not allowed to research any of it, mm-hmm. you will never know what what potential issues there are out there. And that doesn't make any right. sense. So I guess
0: the question, Adam, is would you rather that the government did that because that's what we paid our taxes for? Or would you rather it was an independent group? That's... Like a, like a corporation, or uh, some sort of, oh, you, know, you uh, know, whatever it is, organization. I hate orgs, so I'm not a fan of orgs. <laughs> but so do you want the government to do it, or would you rather people did, da- like Dan or Jeffrey? Would you rather Jeffrey oh, look, did Jeffrey it? Jeffrey was going rather...
2: like to do I look at it and see. I'm like, all right, that's cool. But well,
0: I mean, to look into the reasons that this stuff is happening to base. Oh, okay. If you're looking
2: it. for reasons like that, you want somebody who's going to be super right. analytical. You don't want somebody who's going to be biased. I'd like an individual right. company. Like if Jeffrey okay. had a company that Me had too. somebody say his whole fleet of people, his right. whole people, all their job was to do was investigate these things. And they would come with accurate statistical numbers and say, hey, these are the facts. Right. Take a look at this. And you need to understand it. And this is why. I would be okay
0: with that. I'm not. I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. I'm a guy that has a gun. I give yes. a fuck. So I yes, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's and for me, okay. like you know, as a researcher, confirmation bias is always the biggest issue. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. if the NRA did the study, I would call bullshit on it. Yep. If right, if uh, if some you know organization that Joe Biden, did, oh, if some organization like, uh, that said you know we want to remove come all guns from all households <laughs> did the study, I would call bullshit bias right. on that as well. Yep right like the fact of the matter is 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 that you have to look at it like and this is where i think you know it lies within the realm of academia you know you have to you have to be able to research this in a place where you know the the issue is going to be researched using data that exists and you're just going to have to look at it from that perspective and people are, there's always gonna be the want and desire to cherry pick what data gets included and sure. what data gets excluded. Mm-hmm. And that's- But the, give
0: us all the data and then we'll all cherry pick what well, we Well, and want. that's the thing is, is that- you know from all from,
1: the data. From a, right. from a data analytics perspective, we can, if you have, the more data you have, you can find out where your correlation is affected mm-hmm. and where it isn't affected. Yep. You know, that's multivariate right. equations are one of the biggest things that we use. Like when I did R programming, for example, you know you could take you know eight different sets of data and you could easily see which data sets helped improve your correlations and which data sets made your correlation weaker and so you could sit down and go "Mm, so this actually this piece right here which states that did this they actually saw a reduction in you know whatever or states Mm -hmm. that did this you actually saw more you know it's it's one of those things where data analysis is is it's the tail of the tape and maybe you don't have all the data you need and that's that's always the bitch about being a data analyst is is that right. there's always going to be more yeah yeah there's always going to be more that you want and that you're not going to have access to or that you can't get access to yeah. and right. that's and that's the problem and until but somebody says gu- can, that you, you I can guess it,
0: that's the no there's no guessing that's the thing about no, what i'm saying is i can guess at what's hurting my body or i can take the test to tell me what's doing it the analytic version is getting the test and finding out what it is instead of just randomly guessing
1: well and that's the thing is it's like even when you do the test the test is just one in a series of tests mm-hmm. because the reality is, is, is that everybody's gonna take it and they're gonna test it. Then they're gonna take what you tested and then they're going to test it. That's the right. peer review process. And with Hopefully. all of those tests, you're gonna have a you're gonna have a you're gonna end up coming to some type of consensus that agrees with right. either your methodologies or your your analytical methods, or you're going to have people who call bullshit. And that's mm-hmm. where this gets really tough i'm going that's what science I, is that's why yeah.
0: it's awesome though you're yeah. gonna
1: have people on the extremes who who call bullshit. i mean for example 97 of scientists that study climate science thinks it's caused by humans that other three percent they're you know they're out there on the fringes and that's the yeah. reality is, is that there is no such thing as, there's pretty much no such thing as a 100% consensus in science. That but there's... they can't
0: decide that it's way too fucking hot and we need to cool the planet off a little bit because it's fucking <laughs> hot. Who cares why it is? But I have, I have two little things left and we're running out of time. So we can, we can stop a we can stop the signal on a cell phone when we go in a movie, but we can't disarm a gun when it goes into a school or a Walmart. Would you feel about introducing technology that would disarm a gun like that?
2: Best like of luck like that. Yeah, good luck. I'm just yeah. saying if. if
0: <laughs> If they dropped the reform the lack of reforms for guns and made and regulated some safety measures into guns, would that be something you would agree to? It
1: wouldn't work. And the reason I say that is is because once again you're going to be relying on people to take what guns that they have, turn them uh-huh. over, yeah, yeah, yeah Turn yeah, yeah. them over to be retrofitted with this technology.
0: And... No the new guns. So this would be something that okay. would work in a hundred years when all the other <laughs> guns failed
1: and died. So right. not AK-47s is what you're saying. But we did the same <laughs>
0: thing with cigarettes. We made them put fire rings because people were burning their couches. Well, and that's... So would you be okay with putting some safety measures into guns? If, if there was a way the manufacturer could limit their accountability by adding something, what kind of safety measures would be okay to add to a gun when we don't want a lot of technology in it? To
2: begin with, like if you with, put
0: that's what if fails. you put that kind
2: of uh, biometrics into a hand yeah. cannon, a mini uh, railgun, what are those things called yeah. that they have out in the ocean that nobody's supposed to know about? Oh, never mind. I'm supposed to talk about that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. railgun, yeah, rail yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, then you go ahead and put that <laughs> all night. That's fine, but dude, it's not going to okay. happen anytime soon. Nobody's going to change the right. the formula or the the way weapons are made. Yeah. So I'm I'm right. really opposed to it right now. I guess we're not there yet.
0: Okay. See, I don't want to go and like have to defend myself, but realize iPhone has an update. (laughs) Right, right, right. Damn it. And that's that's the other thing is,
1: is then you have, then you have the ability once again for people to hack it. So what, what is locking, what is locking the mechanism? Can it cause the, can it cause the firearm to go off? And in which case, then you're going to end up with a bunch of people shooting themselves because of a software glitch. And that's not going to help anybody.
0: (laughs) Right.
2: Defeated the whole purpose. (laughs) okay <laughs> so or or
1: it worked as intended yeah, your pick. yeah yeah take
0: right. your pick okay is there any wait there was one more and i can't really remember what it is so is there any is there anything that we didn't talk about oh raising the age to 21 from 18. No. Raising the raising the age to 20 I don't think you can buy any weapons Those, now as a
2: 21-year-old or an 18-year-old, you can't buy semi-automatic weapons. You can buy a long, a long yeah. gun, but you can't buy like a handgun. You can't
1: buy a handgun, you can buy a long gun. You can't buy um, an AR-15. You can't buy an AR-15, but you can buy a hunting rifle, you can buy a shotgun. Yeah. Um, and I think that depends on the state, to be perfectly honest. And the state yeah, of Washington totally does because yeah, in the state of Washington, so you have to be 21 to buy pistols, you have to be 21 to buy AR-15s. Um but you can go out and buy a pump action shotgun. You can go out and buy a bolt action rifle at the age of at the age of eighteen.
0: Give me a pump action. I want people to know I'm arming it, you know. (laughs) I mean the sound of that I want them to hear that
1: click, man. The sound of that shotgun (laughs) racking is
2: unmistakable. Oh yeah. Right. I'm blind.
0: You hear me racking my gun. Just get out of the way, whoever you are. (laughs)
1: Um So, I mean, you do, you know, you, but here's, I think the, you, the biggest question that's going to get posed is when you look at the second amendment, it says a well-regulated militia. So here's Mm. the problem. But it also says you
0: can't infringe on the individual people too. So I'm okay with hearing that,
1: you know, necessary, but it says necessary to the well-regulated militia. So here's the issue then is, is that with each state's own laws, can you make the case that, one state is well regulated versus another state being not well regulated. Can you make the case that what happens in all these mass shootings is, you know, violence perpetrated by a well-regulated militia? And that's or an unregulated. Or an right. unregulated militia. And and so then you I think constitutionally you're going to have the question arise, what does well regulated mean? Mm, okay. And I think that's I, I think that's going to be the biggest question that is going to be that has to be answered and and what that might mean is is that the average person without any training can go by manual actions like shotguns like bolt actions, but people who have you know gone through a specific amount of training or a specific amount of time are considered well regulated because they're trained they've gone Mm -hmm. through the education process and now are capable of owning uh, I, I really think the, what is going to determine Second Amendment rights moving forward at some point is going to be what is the defini- the definition of a well-regulated militia.
0: Okay. Um, The Ninth Amendment says that the rights within this Constitution aren't the only <clears throat> rights we have. So I think the same thing that gives a woman a right to medical privacy is the same thing that gives a gun owner his right to have a gun, you know? But I like that unregulated thing like what you, you guys know how I feel. And it was always that like a gun a guy should get a gun and then he should get training, but it should be a lodge. And that should be like a VFW group, like a a, a lodge of people that create their own code of conducts and hold themselves accountable to their group's actions. And if there was enough people like that, it would in locally, you would know everybody. Yeah right 100 Mm -hmm. people in your lodge you know your kids you know everybody you're a family you do you do these barbecues and hunting trips and everything together as a gun community and you care about each other i think what happens is when you make it 5 million people we start caring about that ten thousand. right there's there's no community that's embracing them if somebody would have embraced that kid like all any of these people months before they did this they that might have changed something So I like the community aspect of it.
1: And you have to remember too, like the biggest, the biggest issue is, is that with any, with any laws that are created, there has to be some type of objective thing you can measure against in order for us yeah. to find out what is and isn't legal, what is and isn't regulated. And that's the right. biggest problem is, is that subjective does not, does not meet the criteria for law. like. Right, uh, it never has. However, there's a lot of subjectivity. There's a lot of subjectivity in how an objective law is prosecuted
2: or charged. And
0: if we can't analyze it, any law is subjective.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Right. All right. My final thought I heard it on another podcast, and it was Ted Cruz wants us to have guns to protect us from a police state, but he wants to create a police state to protect us from the guns.
1: Well, if there's anything that we learned about what happened in Texas, uh, the police, the police state wasn't really all that interested in going into an right. active shooter situation, well, but the he, feds want, were. he wants
0: he wants one door in and out of the school. He wants to arm the teachers. He wants to give them military. Has anybody seen 300? Do you know what one door with a shooter on the other side can yeah. be a funnel uh, point? You know uh, what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> so but i just it's a I, fire I hazard that, at best yeah. unless you make I that think, building out of fucking concrete <laughs> yeah but 98 percent of gun owners want what we're talking about just sensible common sense stuff common like sense. you know yeah if you have a kid and you're worried about your kid give a friend your gun to hold for a couple years like absolutely if you're, it, you know what safe. i mean like or lock well, it away put it in a safe but put you just get it out of your house or if you, you feel that it needs to get out of your house there's ways to yeah. do that or you don't have come to up give with, it away come up with community
1: right. storage options you know right we're, we're going gun- you know to love that idea where communities are like you know what this is something yes. that you know I'm going to store in an off-site location uh, that I know is going to be monitored locked and insured and insured
0: all of this other yeah. stuff you know, I want because I want like a gym, like a gym membership where I can have my gun storage there. And now I can have a bazooka and I can pull that shit out and I Jesus can use it Christ. there. But then I put it back. You I'm know what I mean?
1: about what the price of ammo for a fucking bazooka would be. And it just makes right. me want to shit.
0: shit myself. But here's, the, here's the other thing. <laughs> here's the generous. other thing. Jason can then take his bazooka out one day and offer the other members to use it so they because they learn how to use it it's a different way but also people don't like the idea because it's like taking how are you going to defend yourself if your guns are all off-site all i can you know? think
1: of is somebody fucking flagging the range with a goddamn yeah.
0: bazooka <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let loose the
2: cows. <laughs>
1: hey Jason, what?
0: No <laughs> oh, shit. Help me. It was meat. No <laughs> hamburger. They have meat. They have non-meat they like there. They have was meat. <laughs> Jesus Christ!
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, right. oh
0: wow, that's. I love you guys. Thank you for doing this. Mm. I, I I hate being that spot on, especially when we all haven't talked. Yeah. While, no shit. You know me, I mean? Hell yeah. That's. So we got to get we got to get you back on so that we can talk about your flying and everything. Oh shit,
2: get some, yeah.
0: Because I what I love about Adam is he is constantly improving his life, man. You know,
2: got to. There's
0: do there's doers and there's sayers, and doers get somewhere and sayers don't. So I love that you're a doer, bro. Hell yeah, and send me a link for your podcast, please. Fuck yeah, for sure. Because I'm having a
2: hard time finding. I'm having it a on hard Apple time. Or Spotify. I can't or, get them to you know. communicate for whatever reason, so they're all over the place now. I mean, it's SoundCloud; okay. they're in SoundCloud, but I mean, they they sometimes they go into the into the feed for for Apple. Uh, sometimes they don't. And I don't know how to fix that. I have no fucking clue. So okay, we'll work on yeah. that then. Cool. Oh
0: yeah. yeah. All right. I love you guys. Any? Did you have any last words, Jeffrey? I know we went a little long for you.
1: Oh, last words. Uh, you know what? I'm going to leave the last words to Adam because Adam has the right last words.
2: <laughs> nice. Dude, all my, all, I always say, hey man, everybody love everybody. God damn it. I love you guys. <laughs> love you too. Love you, buddy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> bye, Kai. Oh, bye, wait. Bye, bye friend. Bye, Maddox. Your friend, was, your friend was all over that shit. I love that.
2: To those who would tear the world down, we will defeat you. This is our moment. This is our, this is our time. time. To those who seek peace and peace security, security, we Support you. Yes, we can. And to all those who have wondered if America's beacon still burns as bright, tonight we prove once more that the true strength of our nation comes not from the might of our arms or the scale of our wealth, but from the enduring power of our ideals democracy, liberty, opportunity, and unyielding hope. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbow. In nasty place, and I don't, care, don't care how don't tough care you, how are, you are. It will, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if, you're let if you're you let it. You or nobody, nobody is gonna hit as hard as life. Ask not yes, we can. What your country can do for you, I have a dream. Ask what you can do for your country. I Yes, we can. One day live in a nation where they will not be dirt by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I don't have to tell you things, are bad. Tell you things, things, things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's about. a depression. In a this depression. lifetime, you don't have to it's prove depression. nothing to nobody except yourself. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Winning it's
0: done. Welcome. Welcome to Public Access America. America.
2: Yes, we can. Sunday
0: live streams, Sunday live streams on, YouTube. on YouTube.
2: I wanted to run out of that tunnel for my dad.
0: On Twitter.
2: Twitter everyone proof! Work well.
0: Apple, Podcast, Apple Podcasts. Stitcher, smart, Stitcher radio, smart Radio. radio public radio, radio, and, and Spotify. Spotify. Yes, we can. Public Access America. History in the making. history in the making. Making history in the making.